0: Hello, I would like to find a tuk-tuk. I'm looking to get some process finished. I'm looking for a tuk-tuk. Hello, and welcome to The Fizzle Show. The word fizzle has two meanings. One is to fail in a weak and disappointing way, and two, to buzz or crackle like electricity. And through this show, we explore why many small businesses fizzle out and why others seem to crackle and buzz with energy. Your hosts are Corbett Barr. If this was Inception, he would for sure be DiCaprio. Caleb Wojcik. He'd be Joseph gordon levitt Gurmagurd He'd be Joseph Gordon-Levitt because he dresses so dang sharp. And me, Chase Reeves. I'd, uh... That'd be the girl from Juno. We have, through Think Traffic and Fizzle, worked with thousands of entrepreneurs. We have also run huge surveys asking uh, many people just like you what their biggest challenges are, what they wish they would know more about. And do you want to know what the most common response is to that question? Motivation. Entrepreneurs burn out. Especially when we're solo entrepreneurs. We dry up. We don't finish our thing. We don't ship our thing. We lose out on our motivation. We get distracted. But we're our own bosses, you guys. We have to ship. Yet, we end our days limp, stilted, with nothing to show but a twice-read Facebook feed. In This conversation, we're going to learn how to kick our own arses by remembering what matters most. Corbett shares his very own list. It's like his totem that keeps his business from being incepted, right? You're going to like this. It's a good one. It's a big one. It's good. And we answer the listener question as well. So I'll be back after this conversation to fill in any gaps. Without any further ado,
1: let's get into it. So we're recording. You've got your list. I've got a list. And I have a, a text document open that says motivation episode at the top with nothing... <laughs> below it to me that's the perfect metaphor for
0: this motivation episode Um, so dear listener let me be honest with you for a second we actually recorded this you know sprawling two hour conversation on this topic but it ended up being kind of (laughs) unuseful I mean if you added up all the useful stuff and divided it by the number of hours we had recorded yeah so what we're doing is we're, we're boiling gonna, it down. We're boiling it down to the greatest hits. And to be honest, I need a refresher on. I want to come back to this. Yeah. I have other thoughts since then and I want to kind of add those. And and so let's just get straight into it. The the gist of this thing is this. As an entrepreneur, you get burnt out. As a blogger or a, a e-book maker or a candlestick painter or a signpost something or other, you get burnt out, you hit problems, you hit dry spells, You sometimes it just flows, and other times it, you fall apart. Other times when it's flowing too well, like that little voice in the back of your head, like if you know you're that, you're that voice pretty well, like I do, I know all my voices, it's going... You're going pretty hard and fast, and you're totally going to burn out pretty soon. <laughs> yeah, you better stop drinking coffee
2: and Fernet and and take like a you, break. When you're not burned out, you're thinking about being burned out. Or when you, yeah, when, yeah, for me, I noticed
0: when the mania is coming on, like when or when I'm in mania mode, and I'm, like, which is great because I'm making, I'm making, I'm making, I'm making Doing so a much lot of stuff. stuff. Yeah. I know what's going to happen. I'm going to spend about 4 days in the hole where yeah. like I cannot stop watching Amazon Prime. I can't get out of like my my head is dumb. I feel like a piece of crap. Do you know what I mean? I so, was
1: just there. Yeah, I know exactly what you're saying. So part
0: about. of motivation to me a big part is is keeping your battery
1: like at 75% or up.
0: Versus getting all the way down to 10% and just running on fumes and being worthless. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So
1: And maybe tempering some of this stuff where you're running at 110%. Yeah. you know, And recognizing it. Totally. Yeah. Because yeah, I mean. And that, you know, we should do, I mean, maybe some people are listening to this and they're going, oh man, like other people get burned out too? You know? <laughs> yeah. Maybe they don't realize that. I yeah. mean, pretty much everybody I know, besides some magical superstars, like, I don't know, people that seem to get way too much stuff done they don't seem to get burned out yeah. but everybody else I talk to I know I do I know you do Yep. people get burned out it's natural yeah and I think it's a it's a It's a, it's a consequence
0: of the fact that we're all, you know, in our own, you don't look, yeah, we don't work in a cubicle. We still work in a cubicle. It's just me and my headphones and my LCD monitor. And there's a computer chip somewhere that's processing all of these weird things that I'm putting down on. But it's, it's super lonely. It's super just, just, you know, and never like that. I, I mean, I can always chat you, right? But still, I'm isolated. I'm isolated. You know what I mean? And that in and of itself is a bit, uh, you can only carry the flag for so long. You yeah. know what I mean by yeah. yourself. Yeah. So in this in this conversation, what I want to get into is how do you stay motivated? How? Uh, yeah, basically just that. And, and 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 one of the things we talked about is this. You, so you've got this list. Yeah. Okay. Of of these several things that you use. Me, me as in me. I'm talking <laughs> me as in me. As in you. Okay. Me as in you me as in you me. <laughs> sure. You know, not them me. Me you.
1: Okay. <laughs> Who's on first?
0: Yes. Exactly. So um but you have Corbett Bar. Yes. Of of you Thank know you. whatever. You've got your I was gonna of I was gonna be formerly
1: a Vancouver, Washington.
0: The point yeah. being you have this list and it's like a thing that what, what is it what does it do for you?
1: Well, so there are times where this actually serves two purposes because sometimes when you get over involved in what you're doing and you're kind of running it that hundred and ten percent or you feel like you know you've forgotten about everything in your life and the only thing that matters is making this whatever project you're working on successful yeah. and you get so wrapped up into it you're kind of setting yourself up for that crash yeah because there's no way to win when you make the only thing that matters one project that you're working on because either you fail at it and you're devastated or you succeed at it and then you have this lull that we talked about before yeah. where you, you dip down into the doldrums just because you got something out the door and now you have no reason for being anymore. Yep. You know what I mean? So so it serves that purpose for kind of you know keeping you grounded and then also when you are in the dumps you know because something didn't go your way it kind of can lift you up again. So yep. it kind of evens me out a little bit and what you're talking about is I have this list. This is in Asana, which is the task management tool that we use. It's so hot in
0: this Asana! <laughs>
1: <laughs> there it is. <laughs> but um, before, I used... Uh, what was that other one, Caleb, that we used that was um, real simple that I showed you that one time? Uh, it was called
2: To Do, yeah. but it was spelled E-U-X, oh. E-U-X.
1: dukes. dukes. Dukes, dukes.
0: Hello, I would like to find a tuk I'm looking to get some process finished. I'm looking for a tuk
1: Exactly. So the point is, it doesn't matter if this is in a text file, or in your to-do list, or your to-do list, or whatever it is. <laughs> tuck, tuck. <laughs> I'm going to do that all day long now. I used to keep this, I think, in like an Excel spreadsheet 10 years ago. I've had a version of this list for 10 or 15 years. Basically, it's my reminder to myself about what matters in life, so that I don't get too wrapped up in one thing or another.
0: It's like your, uh, your totem.
1: It's my touchstone.
0: It's your yeah. It's your touch. Your totem from Inception. Yeah, the thing that lets you know which world you're in.
1: Exactly that you're like not too deep in the Matrix or the Inception world or whatever that was. It's a, that's right. When so you've three, got this
0: list, when you're three layers deep. I I I remember first time I saw this list was just, was in an office hours in fizzle and. You just randomly are like, well, well, I got, like, someone asked about motivation, and you just pull up this list, and I'm like, well, first of all, you've got this list, second of all, you know where it is, you know what I mean? And I'm just like, I need a list. Yeah. I need a freaking list. So what I hope is, by hearing your list, like, I can think of, we can all think of our own lists, you know what I mean, our own things, you yeah. know what I mean?
1: Well, and this is, you know, it's like, business, for me, I tend towards doing too much work, yeah. You know, pretty naturally getting mm-hmm. ra- too wrapped up into it and like ascribing all of my self-worth to my work. Mm-hmm. And so if I know that I'm gonna end up there anyway, I put this in the place where I do my work, this yeah. list, next to all the other work projects, so that yeah. I don't forget that work isn't what life is all about. I mean, part of it is, but also there's a lot of other stuff that matters. Okay, so let's get into it. What's so the So let's get one? into it? And and I and I need to give credit where credit's due because this really, this list comes from two sources. Um, it comes from a blog post that I read by Paul Graham, who we've talked about a number of times, mm-hmm. who runs a really great uh, blog and also is in the head of Y Combinator. As well as um, he got this from a list that circulated that Caleb recalls, I think he has it somewhere, um, that went around last year, which was really the top regrets of the dying. Yeah. So people that are at the end of their lives and thinking back on what they wish they had done differently. Mm. So this is kind of like, you know, if if you get towards the end of your life and you spend it all, you wasted it all or you spend it all in one way and you look back and you think what could I have done to really make myself happy? Yeah. This is kind of based on that as well. So this list for me is just called what matters. It's like what actually matters. I love it.
0: I love it. Which, which, uh, we, let's talk about that first real yeah. quick. The 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 thing we were talking about is motivation, right? But then you title your list, What Matters? And I think that's an interesting... I don't know. To me, that that, that strikes me, right? Because I'm the same way where it's like getting synced in again, like reconnecting myself again to what matters to me, even though, because like you said with work, I, yada, yada, I get off track, yeah. right? I get too focused over here and here and here and, and I wake up one day and I'm, I'm regretting things, right? Yeah. But... Uh, so what's interesting to me is the way that connecting back to what we care about, what matters to us, even though they're like, what, how can something matter to you if you forgot about it, right? Or stopped living by it, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's sort of a weird yeah. thing, but it's true, you know what I mean? I know what matters to me a lot of the times, and I, like, I love this list because it reminds me of it so clearly, but... Still, I I start walking off the path and focus too much on you know work or on being too selfish or being too much of an animal or this side or the other right. Yeah. But it's interesting to me that motivation is so intrinsically connected to, and, and I mean for lack of a better term, I guess it's spirituality or for what you think is right about or what you think how you think the world works. You know, what I mean? or what you want out of life is well, kind of and, the way and to think partly
1: about it. this is also just a matter of putting your trust in humanity, saying that okay, there are all these people that are surveyed at the end of their lives, yeah. and this is the wisdom they had to pass on. I'm some, you know, guy in my mid-30s, like, in the prime of work time. God, you look good. And <laughs> these <laughs> other people have more experience, and this is what they wish they had done differently. So you're yeah. putting a little bit of trust in, in that as well, you know. Yeah. So, this is also for me, you know, uh, this isn't for everybody. I mean, other people might be motivated in different ways. Mm-hmm. I just know that um, for me, when these other aspects of my life are well balanced, then motivation to get work done is really easy. Yeah. And partly, I think that's because I take some of the pressure off of the work itself. Yeah, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So yeah, then you I do just this sh-
2: motivation as like a at one time thing. Like day to day is motivation, and what matters is that bigger picture. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. And for me, the day to day stuff gets easier when I remember what matters. So number one on this list is essentially to allow yourself to be happy
0: yes that's right god it's still so good that's right i remember i remember now the regrets of the dying thing and this one this one particular is so striking to me because the language allowing myself to be happy yeah to be more allowing myself to be more happy you know what i mean it's not allow myself to be happy meaning like i can never not be happy yeah you know what i mean but just like that you do kind of have to give your i mean for me, my back of my head the, the voice the voice in the back of my head is is a drill sergeant telling me I'm a pussy pussy, pussy. man you're you piece of crap you the, you know what I mean
1: that has to be hard to live with it's
0: actually you know what he's got a soft spot but um <laughs> but you know like so and I think this is the case for so many of us that we like we hold ourselves to some standard yeah, and if you know clearly if it's one of the top regrets of the dying that they didn't allow themselves to be more happy. They slogged on through like, no, I'll just work hard, save up for later, or I'll just this, that, and the other. You know what I mean? It's like, it's such an impactful thing to say to yourself, hey, today, allow yourself to be happy.
1: Yeah. Well, and imagine it's like, um, you can get wrapped up in anything from from day to day. You can think that this trip that you're taking, or the fact that your parents are coming, or whatever is going on in your life, you can get so wrapped up in that, you can let it ruin days or weeks. And even just little things like this, like right now we're sitting here doing a podcast and we could be all stressed out and concerned about how it's going to go, come I'm very, out and I'm very all concerned. that kind of stuff. Or we can realize like, hey, what do we enjoy more than sitting around and having a conversation? It's beautiful. It's sunny outside. We like each other. This is just fun. Why can't we just enjoy part. this for what it is instead of assigning all this baggage to it? You know? okay. well, I, I mean? think
2: another part of it is like happiness is sometimes viewed as this thing you attain yeah, getting things. And once you realize that happiness is more of a choice that you make, then that's where the whole mind shift happens. Mm,
0: absolutely. It is. It, it's like, oh, we're not going to talk about happiness right now. I am sorry. I almost, it almost just happened. It, well, I almost <laughs> just slid close. down into, into, well, do you know what happiness is really yeah. like? And, and to be honest, I'm so like, I, I love that stuff. Like, I, I it's so true. Yeah, and it's so bang on. I well, just it's positive psychology, and, and I can't say it in a way that makes yeah. me feel comfortable.
1: Yeah, you know what I mean. Because it's we like, should have we should have an expert on it at some point, like Gretchen Rubin or somebody who actually like studies happiness. Yeah, I like that. So I, I okay. So but that's, anyway, that's a simple thing. So I just look at this sometimes, and basically it it tells me like, okay, let's look at the bigger picture. Like you know. Myself 10 years ago would have killed to realize that I would be in this position now. And yet sometimes a a day, you know, a day happens where I'm like, oh, everything sucks. You know, it's like, yeah, but you're probably just feeling down and actually everything's pretty damn awesome. Yeah. All right. So, um, number two on this list, this is a really simple one. And this is something that a lot of really successful entrepreneurs like Richard Branson and other people believe in that you need to be active daily. You need to do some kind of physical activity because there's some, for me, it's like this connection with the, the primal person who I am, like oh, underneath yeah. it all, and it just like makes everything better for some reason when you actually go and have to like feel like you're hunting for your your dinner kind of thing, but yeah. really you're just at the gym like throwing up some weight or going for a jog or whatever. Mm-hmm. That just boom resets the baseline. Whenever I'm with you, Corbett, I feel like I'm hunting for my dinner. Sure. Why? <laughs> I think bring- you have to
0: clarify
2: what that means to you. You bring out the primal side of me. Oh, okay.
0: No, I know exactly what you mean. <laughs> Since you actually okay, you got me into weightlifting. Uh huh. a long time ago.
1: I feel like what have I done?
0: I wouldn't have gotten into that if, unless I had something to geek out of, on it about yeah. a little bit. Same thing with like running. I didn't geek out on running until I learned about like barefoot running. It's yeah. like now I have an angle on it. You yeah. know. Same thing with weightlifting. You told me some angle with lean gains and this that and the other, and I I haven't stopped. In a in over a year and a half, yeah, and I, it's in the the very first thing I would talk to people about when I talk about why, why I work out it, is that primal sort of thing. In some yeah. ways, it's just it's just the glory of being in a body. It's yeah, the exactly. glory of
1: like here, the magic of being a physical being. You can sit in front of the LCD
0: for forever, and your fingers can fly and do all these things. You can make wonderful pictures on MS Paint and do all this other crazy stuff. Yeah. Right? It's amazing what you can do just sitting there on your ass. Right? But really, you're in a body. Yeah. You're in a body. And you and if you separate these things too much... Then you become wall and you, And you don't do your best work. Yeah. Frankly, you know what I mean? Your MS Paint drawings could be a little bit better if you got out a little bit more. People yeah. are going to
2: think they're listening to a podcast from the 90s if you keep referencing MS Paint.
0: <laughs> to be honest, there, was a, there they just updated Service Pack 2. It's awesome.
1: Oh,
2: good. <laughs> Service Pack 2.
1: I remember that.
0: <laughs> Wait, is this XP with Service Pack 2? Um, speaking of Service Pack 2, I... I like this as an upgrade to my life. The uh the, the Be active. The working out one has yeah. absolutely changed the whole game for me.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I don't um I mean it's not like I go to the gym every day or whatever, but for me at least it's like being active at at its core. The fundamental is just doing something and sometimes it's just going on a really long walk, yeah. forcing myself to walk across town for something as, instead of sitting in the house all day, which is really easy to do when you're an entrepreneur. But well, you've got that great walker's body. Oh, thanks. You know what I mean? It's just... It's just purpose-built. Just... Caleb, <laughs> Bam! Caleb, save us here. <laughs> you, well, what was number three? No, That's well, so three, what... Torbett. So, But what about you, like, in terms of exercise and... Yeah, this
0: guy's run marathons and yeah. stuff.
1: Yeah, you just
2: did, right? Halfs. Half well, marathon. Still... I mean, even, even yesterday, I was book. just hitting my head against a wall on like video editing. That's because like w- the mode I've been in recently mm-hmm. is just editing video every single day and, you know, get to like two, three o'clock and you're just like, I don't think I can edit another <laughs> frame of totally. this stuff. Yeah. And so I just put on my shoes and put in my headphones and I just hiked like around here for an hour. Yep. I didn't track how fast I was going. Or, What'd like, you listen to? I was listening to Accidental Creative by Todd Henry. Okay, audio book. Yep. Um, but then I came back and I edited for like another two or three hours, just because. Yeah. I stepped outside of the office and it puts me in a different mindset. And I almost always listen to something that also motivates me to work harder. Mm-hmm. So what do you? Okay, helps too.
0: Okay, quick seg- segment. Yeah. What do you listen to, Corbett? Music.
1: What? Uh, all kinds of stuff. I'm kind of uh, so lately I'm into the Alabama Shakes. Do you know them? No, I don't think so. Okay. Uh, Vampire Weekend, they have a new album coming out into them for sure. Uh, I was into the whole Americana-ish thing, like Lumineers and Oh yeah, yeah. and Sons and all yep. that kind of stuff recently, mm-hmm. but I'm kind of all over the board, and music for me, I always like, it's like every day I can put music on and be like, God damn it, I love music. Why don't I listen to it more often? <laughs> yeah, It just happens every day that I do it. So and
0: Caleb, what about you?
2: If you weren't listening to Accidental Creative, what would it be? I listen to podcasts when I run or walk or anything yep. like that, but when I'm lifting, it's usually like hip hop. Like what? Like Jurassic Five, Lupe Fiasco. Hmm.
0: A little bit of that, Doctor Dre.
2: Maybe go some old school stuff. Yeah, like the Wild. How about wild, you? Wild Wild West. God, I, always yeah. hate, I hated that song so much. That's a horrible song. God, I hated some getting, that song. I'm getting jiggy with it if I'm oh, but, deadlifting. Uh,
0: <laughs> you know what? Honestly, this, this and this is not. I, I bring this up because I don't think it's a small. I, I think it's important to motivation, like to realize what what like for for. I used to listen to podcasts and, and when I ran um, a lot because I wasn't like running super hard and I just was like you know hey go out. I I I actually like to run like an hour or an hour and a half at a time back then. I really liked that. And so I would throw in an audio, audiobook or a podcast and I'd, I'd like that. But then I started working a lot harder and I need, what I needed was like a 35 minute, just like total separation from my whole world. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I started running to, um, to all hip-hop stuff. And I, I, would, I would pick songs that had a BPM That yeah. that I that, and I would basically go, you know, and I would speed up my, I'd have a playlist where I would, it would be at, you know, 168 was the BPM and it would speed up to about 180 at about minute 20. And then it would hold, and it would come back to 174 and, and go for 10 minutes. And so I would find all these songs like that. And to me, once I started running the hip-hop, like I, I could never, ever go back. I listen to the same damn song still when I work out every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, and they still fire me up so much. You can uh, lift heavier. You can run faster. You can, because of the, you know, whatever the, you know, maybe you could do that to the Lumineers. I doubt it. But, um, but you know what I mean? Like you find the music that you dig and that set that, like what you said, like you can put on music and you just realize like, damn, I love music. I wish I did this every single day. Yeah. You know what I mean? So we so we'll stop this little segue here, but the point being like, Noticing what you really dig in terms of music, because me, or even audiobooks and podcasts, because like I, I listen to a lot of like fantasy and fiction, sci fi audiobooks too, like when I would be on a road trip or do whatever like that. That's such an awesome escape. In the right kind of way. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because then I can pop back in, my mind's fresh, I come in with new, you know, hey, we defeated the buggers, or whatever, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, I'm ready to hit it again. Yeah. So, the, to me, music is no small thing in the whole motivation thing. And those breaks for exercise were only in, were only made better for me when I found out the kind of music that really made that a thing for me. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. And I mean, I think the point is, it's, you know... Everybody has different motivation and if yours is hip hop at 174 beats per minute which sounds impossible to me but you're the Well no sorry whatever
0: or 60 bpm or whatever right yeah. I, I just
1: that's right, 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 my right. footfalls at that right, point right. whatever Nice um should we get back to the list or Let's get into the list again All right that was number 2 was exercise so the theme of all this I think is really kind of just like connecting back to your humanness mm. and then everything so far, gets yeah. better you know mm-hmm. what I mean So, number three is the same thing, and that is um, to cultivate and enjoy friendships. Oh, yeah. This is for me. This is for what matters, right? right? And basically, it's like, what, you know, aside from being selfish and self absorbed and everything that most of us are, 90% of our lives, what matters more as a human? Sorry,
0: my voice. (laughs) I'm just remembering that first joke that I said on this one (laughs) the last time we recorded this. I feel very cultivated by you, Corbett. (laughs) (laughs) You remember that? I just love that. I was just like, I was going to try to weasel it in somehow. (laughs) And then you started giggling. But then I just started giggling. (laughs) So sorry. So sorry to interrupt. But I do feel cultivated by you. You do this really well, cultivating the friendships. And it's not like with everyone everywhere, but it's like, you know, you've got, you want to make time for people in your life. Yeah. That keeps you human. Yeah. And I'm I'm in the same exact way. I feel exactly the same because it's so. I'm so prone to just sit in front of the computer and not do anything on, on a Friday off plans night. And, yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly.
1: Yeah, but you know, it's again, it's one of those things. Like, yeah, you might be like, oh, I don't want to go out to dinner with somebody tomorrow because yeah. we've been out three times this week. But when you do, you're there. Yeah. you have a really great time, and you know, it just kind of always, it's another touchstone. Yeah. like those human interactions. Yeah, I don't know what really, else. This, is the we
0: didn't. This really is that theme of those like. You know, like remind, reminding yourself of your humanity. Yeah. You know what I mean? That, and that, that's such a critical thing like this. You know, I have this idea of being an entrepreneur. Like there's so many people who, could, who are out there to make it sound like it's very difficult to run a business. Like, it's incredibly painful, and nobody can do this. You know what I mean? To, to, to just make, even make some money on the side or something like that. Yeah. Like you, and I think most people's prevailing voice in their head is like, I could never do that. I'm not the kind of person who could do that. No, I can't do that. No, you. What are, you are you kidding me? You know what I mean? But the truth is, it's very, very human to run a business, to, to make That's something. exactly
1: what it is. It's, it's connecting with other humans and, and exchanging value.
0: Yeah. It's very, very human yeah. to make something. We, there was a time, time was when we were all a farmer or a shepherd or a basket maker or something like that. You all had yeah. a you trade. You got a trade. You got something to do. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think it's almost like we have to be reminded of that in some ways. And that's what I love about this list is that, it, it, that you know, the language is just so simple and human. What's this one again? Cultivate? Cultivate friendships. Cultivate friendships. Which is, I like that because it's just this concept of like you have to continue to reinvest. Yeah. It's like a garden. You can't just water it once.
1: Yeah. And for each of these, the interesting thing is, you know, because business is so human, you can look at each of these and realize how it actually directly helps your business as well. Because, like, for the first one, so being happy, when you're happy, especially if you're a content producer or just because you have to be around other people. That comes through and it's infectious, and people want to be a part of what you're doing. If you're like down in the dumps all the time, um, it's hard to turn that into something that's magnetic. Yeah, Caleb.
2: Yeah, I'm always sad. <laughs> 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 nice dramatic pause. I'm always
1: nice pause.
0: Sad. So I liked it. Okay. So, the listener, dear listener, who are your friends and how will you cultivate them?
1: Yeah. and And the making friendships is. So critical to business, because yeah. the most productive relationships you have with business don 't come from air quote networking yeah they come from legitimately getting to know someone, feeling for them, becoming friends yeah. with them, and then people go to bat for you like nothing else when you 're actually friends in business and um, it took me a long time to figure that out, but now i 'm surrounded by people that I actually Consider friends,
0: yeah, totally. and go
1: to dinner with, and know about their family, and know their spouse, and all this kind of stuff, and um, and those have become incredibly, you know, deep and generous relationships. Yep. So, um, all right. So, number four on this is not to work too much. Oh yeah, that's right.
0: I like this. It was the language on this one. Yeah, that don't just gets work me every too much. Time. Don't work too much.
1: This was uh, this was your guy with the cigarette and the yeah,
0: Stephen Pressfield. Every time something wise comes to my ears, I imagine it being said by Stephen Pressfield in an A-framed ribbed t-shirt, or a wife beater, as the vernacular would be, <laughs> and a pair of tighty-whities, maybe with some stains on them, a cup of coffee, like just just diner coffee, like not fancy stuff, and like a cigarette with like a lot of ash on it, Yeah. five o'clock shadow. He comes in the door, he just opens it, like, what are you doing in my house, Steven Pressfield? But you don't even ask that question, it just feels right. He opens it up and he just says, don't work too hard. <laughs> and then closes the door and goes away. And it's like, yeah, 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 I'm not going to work too hard. I mean, I'm okay, I like that. Uh, because it, it, it he's the voice of wisdom to me for some reason. And, but I love the way that that is
1: worded. And like a cr- awesome tangent, we could just actually quote Stephen Pressfield this entire episode and if you want to talk about motivation, like that guy knows yep. about motivation. So, for people listening, Stephen Pressfield coincidentally wrote the Legend of Banger, Bagger Vance. <laughs> That's sort of what he's known for you as mean a novelist. The, you mean
0: the Lang... The lang- <laughs> Did I say it right? <laughs> no, you didn't. But I'm imagining the Langston of Banger MASH or something like that. <laughs>
1: the le- the le- whatever. Yeah, see, it's hard. You know hard. what I'm talking about. It's hard once you get yeah. the idea in your head. And yeah. Then you can't come up with something. But uh, he... He went through just a shitty <laughs> couple of decades where he couldn't get anybody to notice anything that he did. And he learned about how to stick to something and actually see it through. So, The War of Art is one of his books, and it's just incredible. The phenomenal. War of Art
0: is his book. Yeah. That's the book. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, I mean, Everything we do will pale in comparison to just buying that book, putting it on your shelf and <laughs> yes. reading, reading a chapter a day. Yes, the chapters are two paragraphs, by the way. Yeah. You know, it's because it's it, what, and what this is getting at the same stuff. You know, his whole theme is you have resistance inside of you. Yeah. It's a part of your nature. And you have to defeat it. Yep. You know what I mean? It's not, in some ways, it's an outside force. In some ways, it's an internal force. It doesn't really matter. No matter what, you're going to have this battle. The artist has this battle of defeating resistance. And all of these things on this list are, are these are how it sounds like you recharge
1: your tanks and keep keep your tank from getting too empty and just, and just maintain a healthy relationship with my work. Yeah. That's that's what all this is about because yeah. otherwise it gets to be just kind of a abusive relationship in some way for me. God,
0: yeah, my work can be a real bitch sometimes.
1: So so don't work too much. The way that's worded for me means. It's okay to work a lot and work hard and love what you do cuz that's a part of my identity and I really love that. But at the end of the day, I always have to remember not to work too much cuz I go down this this path that's that's a uh, dead end all the yeah. time when I work too hard yep. and you're not coming out of that in a healthy place. Yep. You know what I mean? Yeah. So so I just have to remind myself not to work too much. And I just like the again the language is just it's bang on don't work too much or or
0: almost don't work too hard.
1: Was it was it was it don't work too much or don't work too hard? Too much for me, but it's kind of the same. Because
0: too much is a time thing,
1: mm-hmm.
0: right? Doesn't It, it kind of yeah. it, it connotes time. Don't work too hard is almost like don't take yourself too seriously in some ways. You yeah. know what I mean? So, but th- th- the point on that is, is really like the way you frame these things and the phrases of them is real important. Like it does. Like it either, it either feels dull, like a cliche to you, or it's interesting. Like allow myself to be happy is, a, is light years away from be happy. You know what I mean? Yeah, like that. It communicates so much better.
1: Yeah, and I have shorthand for a lot of these, but yeah, you know, L- that's the point. LMTB, L- exactly. LMTBH. A, yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, we should say though that you know the angle that I come from on all of this stuff is that I almost love what I do too much, and it yep. creates this unhealthy relationship. I think there are a lot of people like when you talk about Stephen Pressfield and the angle he's coming from, he likes what he does but i think that a lot of people have to feel like they kind of have to like force themselves to get work done you know what i mean because either they're working on something they don't enjoy or there's just so much there's so much um self doubt and worry that they're yeah. going to do something and it's going to come out shitty anyways
0: or it's just it's a tedious kind of thing like if you know where the story's going yeah and you've got a thousand pages to sure. do it and you know this character is going to have this, 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 and this, and in your and this brain happen. it
1: happens in two seconds. But now you have to sit there and, and write it, gotta it down. Now you've got to make it believable. You got to do yeah. this,
0: that, and the other. But that is also that's very that's also what our work is like too. You know what I mean? Yeah. Making you know you know sometimes you know what the you know what the the aha moment is in the blog post right? Yeah. You know this before you start out, but you have to go set the stage for it. You know what I mean? Not not for the sake of you know whatever viral or shareability, but right. just for the sake of communication. Yeah, to get someone to understand what you mean when you say you know allow yourself to be happy. You know, and the whole the whole framework around that, and the world that that exists in, that can be a tedious sort of thing. Sometimes you just gotta you know just do the work. Yeah, you know, which is incidentally the name of Stephen Pressfield's follow up book to Wherever. Sure. Um, but it's an, it's an important. You're, you're right. I mean,
1: this is a. Well, and like Caleb said, he's in this video editing mode, and God, you can get down. That's where you need like just the day to day, I got to show up and get this done kind of motivation because to do something really great, it takes so much time and effort. And there's all these dark places where you kind of lose sight of what you're trying to do. Yeah. You know, and I think that's why in the beginning, like as craftspeople, we do little stuff that's not all that impressive. Yeah. You know, and we get it out there and we get people's feedback. And eventually you have to build up this faith. This long ass process you're gonna go through. Like a blog post is one thing, but that can be done in an afternoon. Like for us, a really great course in Fizzle, for example, that's a four to six week long process and just tons and tons of scripting Mm -hmm. and shooting and editing and getting feedback. And and, and, and then even
0: going back all the way back to like before when we're just spitballing the idea that we had for Fizzle. You know what I mean? It's like, I almost said fizzball, but you know what I mean? It's like you've got a lot of energy and enthusiasm. And you ah, think of all this great stuff. And then, like a week later or three weeks later, you know what I mean? It's like now it's just work. Yeah. It's just a job yep. to build the framework, to create the content. To and, write that, stuff. and
1: that's where a lot of entrepreneurs hit the brick wall, like right away. You know, it's yeah. like you have this great idea, and in your mind, it's like you kind of go through the full cycle of ideation, enjoying it, almost like uh, I felt what it was like, kind of like mm-hmm. the success. Mm-hmm. And now you realize, oh, to actually get there, I got to go through this yeah. two years of. Shit.
0: It is work. It's freaking work. This, no matter, there's no way around it. Yeah.
2: What we do is work. I was just going to say that in Accidental Creative, Todd Henry talks about this whole process of being a creative is just like childbirth. And so at the very beginning, there's a ton of excitement when you actually make the child, you know, the two people making the Mm. child. (laughs) And then there's this Mm. long process Mm. that you have to go through. And then it's a lot of work at the end. And so. You know 90% of that is just process. Mm. You know, being creative, getting the idea, that's the most exciting part. It's yeah, actually following through for, you know, yeah. the whole time period. Everybody's then, got an idea and then finishing strong and then you have a baby.
1: Yeah, well,
2: and then with a baby your life is over.
1: Yeah differences with the baby it's not like you have to decide every day to stay pregnant it's like (laughs) your body's gonna do it for you you know whether you want to or not
0: that's my wife right
1: now yeah our baby's doing three weeks it's crazy i can't believe that
0: she feels swollen yeah all right let's get into the next one
1: (laughs) all right so the last one that we're gonna cover here um My, my, I have like 12 on my list, but as we know, this can take three days to go through. So the last one on my list, and these are kind of ordered by priority. So number five on the list here is to say what you think. And that, and that's directed to me personally. And I know you asked, you know, last time, like, well, what if what you think is stupid? Maybe you shouldn't say it. Well, I, (laughs) what if what I think is racist? Maybe I shouldn't say that. No, but for me, it's more like I have a tendency to, um, you know, bottle things up and kind of yeah. let other people think what they want, yeah. you know? And um, it's important for me to remember to, like, speak my mind and yeah. stand up for the things that I think are important. You know what I mean?
0: I saw a very cool uh, photo project that someone did of, of avatars that people have in games. Mm-hmm. It was like the avatar that they have in Second Life right next to them in real life. Yeah. It was awesome. You know, because I mean, they, obviously they don't—they they have the same hair color and all this, but it's a it's a superhero or it's a like version a, of them, a super sexy yeah. goth girl, or what, yeah. you know, whatever. It's like, but like it's this idea of um, it was in the context of this of this essay on or something on like in games, people say what they mean or what yep. they want to say. You know what I mean? And having that just that 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 you know, little bit of removal from real life. Yep. they're all of a sudden a little more willing to go out and do that but in real, real life they keep everything in and they keep getting sh on or whatever yeah. you know what I mean Yeah,
1: yeah and this is huge for business because saying what you think to me the extension of that is doing what you believe Ooh. right because if you're working on something that you really believe in the projects that you think should be done yeah Instead of the ones that you think are gonna make you a quick buck or something, yeah. then it motivation is not a problem. If you're doing something you really strongly believe in and you think will will make the world a better place, or building the thing that you wish existed, yeah, instead of the thing that you think is gonna cheat the the search engines or something and, you know, become your automated cash machine or whatever the hell they call it <laughs> these days. Um, that just makes things easy. So so say what you believe in and do what you believe in. Yeah. You know? I like that. I mean, and and to me also, there's just a
0: ton of work to get to the point where you know what you want to say and what you care about. You know, yeah. what I mean, obviously there's real life, regular, regular, every regular, everyday, run of the mill type stuff. Yeah, right. But then you know, and then there's a lot of stuff that you you know people want to talk about, but you don't really care about. Yeah, right. I, I don't want to go develop a a, a, a preference. Yeah. on you know whatever bamboo floors or something like that. Right. I don't want to develop a preference on that. Yeah. But there are things when you do the work. You really do have to do the work to find out what you do care about.
1: Yeah. So um, we should recommend to people to listen to the, um, dis- you know, finding your voice episodes yeah. that we did because there's a couple of parts to this. Part of saying what you think is knowing what you think, which that's a self discovery process. Yeah. The other is the ability to actually say what you think to express it. Yeah. And that's all about finding your voice and figuring out you know how Absolutely. how you come across. And that's a whole journey of it. Yeah. Of so its those own. are the
0: very first two episodes that we aired. yeah good good stuff yeah okay so that's that's
1: the top five that's a list yeah so that's motivation for me um, would,
0: caleb would you add anything or t- to your list you think or is something just jumping off the page at you
2: i mean there are some of the other seven that corbett has that are important to me too that maybe would rank a little higher um but you know of those five four of them are directly tied to this top regrets of the dying They're just worded differently, and they're worded in a better way.
0: It's so interesting. I think
2: they're a better way
0: because we did the topic, we did the conversation on like lifestyle business stuff too, and and it's so right in line with this because what we're what we're doing as entrepreneurs, what we're trying to do is trying to look at the data or whatever about like what does it mean to what does it mean to end your life, be on your deathbed, and be like I'm glad I did it well. You know what I mean? There wasn't. It's not like you know. Typically, you land there and you're like, "There's so much I wanted to do," and you know what I mean. I didn't get to do. Yeah. Um. And when you approach life this way, when you approach your business in the context of life, maybe. Yeah. In some ways, it just changes the way you do things. It changes whether or not you're grateful for the audience that you have. It changes whether you're insightful or not about you know what people really want, or really, really, you know, to me, if I was going to, okay, so in in closing, as you bring this to the end, let's do this thing where we all say, like, I would want people to remember prayer, because it feels like church again. Um, uh, It feels like we're in a small group. Uh, But, you know, so in in closing, for me, I don't know, you know, I guess the most important thing is just like, hey, these are just five doors that open up back into your own humanity. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. That to me is, is is... is new to this conversation, and it's so true. You know, the concept that business is just humans interacting with humans. One human making something that other humans want and are willing to pay money for, or pay you know favors for, or whatever, barter for. It's just, that's as simple as business is. You know what I mean? That's also as complicated as it is. And reminding yourself, having your own totem of your own humanity is something that you've inspired me to do. Corbin, so you've got that going for you. All right, you win, pal. You win. All right, you win. You got me. I'm going to make a list. You got me. My mouth was open and everything.
1: <laughs> well, thank you. I feel like it's an honor.
2: <laughs> so I think it's, it's easy to maybe take somebody else's list and... Kind of try to make it your own and, yeah, you know, give this thing like 15 minutes and then go on and keep living your life. But I think you kind of have to treat it like, I mean, if we're going to keep this churchy and keep it biblical, you got to treat it like you're going up to the the mountain and you're coming down (laughs) with these tablets of like the commandments you're going to live your life by. I, I think, Corby, you treat these that way.
1: Yeah, and you have to revisit it. I mean, stuff changes from day to day. So and I mean, you have to me, that's a big take, tip.
0: Yeah, yeah, like that you have it in a place that's updatable. Yeah, that's constantly like it's not. Not only is it updatable, but it's there. You know exactly where it is, and you can add things to it. You can take away from it, you
1: move stuff around, and subtract. Oh God, stuff. I
0: love watching you move things around on this list. It's been so long since you moved things around on this list.
1: Was that was that your was that it, Caleb? Up to the yeah, mountain and yeah, back down Yeah, that was my game? big
2: takeaway: is like take this seriously, write them down, put them somewhere you'll see them. I mean. Even saying that right there is cliché, like putting it on your bathroom mirror or something. Mm. But yeah. like whatever you look at all the time, put it there and remember it.
1: Yeah, well and let's talk let's talk about um so the point of this is we're talking about how do we stay motivated every day and we're talking to entrepreneurs listening yeah. to this. So to me, the key factor, one of the key things is to work on something that you want to work on, that yeah. you want to do. Because you're, you're choosing to be an entrepreneur, not just for a paycheck. You already have a paycheck probably somewhere that you hate for some reason, <laughs> or just that you, you know, don't feel like is fulfilling you. So pick something that really motivates you, really drives you at its core, and then the day-to-day of getting up and doing the thing that's just you know that's about putting one foot in front of yeah. the other it's not about forcing yourself to do something that you don't want to do and so for me this list that connects me to my humanity helps me realize what I want out of life and what's important to me yeah and make sure that I'm doing the projects that I really want to be doing and then the motivation comes much easier <laughs>
0: Okay, let's switch gears here and Caleb, do you have uh, let's do a couple question uh, listener questions.
2: All right, so we have a question here from Xander who's in fizzle. He asks, "When transitioning from a 95 job into the unstructured world of entrepreneurship, what is the best way to maintain a high level of focus and discipline?"
0: Ooh, I like this Ooh, question. there are those
1: words again. I like Focus this question. And discipline.
0: Yeah, because to me, the, this this is the real juice of entrepreneurial stuff. Entrepreneurial
1: juice. juice. These are the what juices. does that taste like?
0: The, it's, it's it's mealy. <laughs> it's mealy. Longer <laughs> <Flutter laughs> juice. Longer juice. Mealy. But uh, no, this is the this because to me, the, this is the, the the lifestyle stuff. The journey stuff is it's like the game of golf. The game is played between each of your ears. You know what I mean, and that's yeah. six inches between your two ears. Yeah, same thing with with doing you know the solo entrepreneur stuff or even with other people or whatever. It is a it is a course management like kind of like it is a, it is a total freaking package. I guess that's yeah. what I'm getting at. And so what he asks specifically is focus and discipline. How do you how do you keep the focus and discipline? Is that correct?
2: Yeah. yeah when you start
0: working for yourself. First of all, you don't do it. (laughs) Then you get better slowly but surely over time. Yeah, that's certainly what I had to do.
1: Or for me, my case was just pure fear, being scared (laughs) that I was going to be homeless. That can make you focus sometimes. Yeah,
0: I mean, I, uh, I, you know, in my first video production company, I I had to, I had to quit. I I did have a couple clients or whatever, but after you know eight or nine months, I had to quit. Um, not because I wasn't making enough money, just because I was like, "This isn't the right time for this." You know what I mean? It just was pretty clear. Yep. Um. And so, but the whole time I was working my ass off, best I knew how, very inefficient, very you know, did a lot of things, none of them were effective. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, so that's the first thing I would say is the hard, the hardest thing is to know what the right work is to do. You know what I mean, or maybe the mo- not the, the hardest, but the most important thing is to know what matters and what doesn't about the 150 things you could possibly do in this moment.
2: Well, and Xander's in Fizzle, so he better watch your productivity course. Yeah,
0: yeah, and a shout out, literally a shout out to the productivity course within Fizzle, uh, and the and the Fizzlers who have watched it because we've heard and a the lot person of that made it. <laughs> yeah, Man, yours let's shout truly, out to
2: Chase too. Yours
0: truly, yeah. Hey, <laughs> no, but but a lot of Fizzlers are really digging that course uh, alone, and to me that. I mean, chances are you can you can figure out most of this entrepreneurial stuff on your own as you go, but every once in a while you get a you need you get you get that first hit of like a getting things done book or a Merlin Man podcast or like this short productivity course we have in Fizzle, and it'll just it just my whole life it's something like that hits me and it gets me right as rain. You know what I mean? I, it gives me the energy and enthusiasm to just push through, cut through the bull of all this other stuff I have on my to-do list and be able to say, no, it's this. This is what matters. This is who I am. And I need you go crush that thing. You know yeah. what I mean? But that's I mean, sorry, we still haven't even gotten close to answering the no. question. Sorry. But the point being Nobody's my, keeping score, so my, we my, don't have
2: focus or discipline on this question. Yeah. My, no, We're well, gonna be honest. Clearly
0: you've hit a you hit a nerve. My first thing would be uh, the hard part is to know what the right the right thing to do is to know what the right work is. And that's hard to know because there's no formula to this. It's it's art. It's art and science.
1: I feel like you just talked in a circle.
0: I, I, I came right back to the beginning. That's <laughs> okay, what <she> okay. mean. <laughs> But I, I don't know if you noticed I was dancing yeah, around the circle. Sure, you were it, waltzing. It was it was sort of like a, a pirouette salute to creation uh-huh. and the joy of the
1: creator. So, all right. what, what What's your... What, okay. I don't know, man. I don't know. I think, um, first of all, you know, just... Making sure that you really want to do this thing, you know. I yeah. think a lot of people want the result of being an entrepreneur, but not necessarily the pain yeah. of going through it. Um, and you know, making sure that it's the right time for you and your life to go through that right now. And then,
0: you know, we're, we're also we're actually maybe hold on. We should be correct. I mean, we're coming at this from something like it's like it's some huge consequential sort of if you don't do this everything will fall apart. You right. know, truth is, I mean, I half-assed my whole entrepreneurial thing until a few years ago where I started. It started to click within me. It wasn't out of some work that I did that it yeah. got serious. It's like, it just started to become more real. Came together. And it, it, there were more consequences in real life for me. Yeah.
1: And, um, you know, going, and Xander said he quit his job, I guess, so yeah. he, he's gone sort of whole which hog.
0: Great work. Into it, I mean, which is, it's dangerous, right? Yeah. But chances are, you've got, You got people in your life that care about you. You're going to be okay.
1: Yeah. And so, you know, another factor I think is um, looking forward to enjoying the process of being an entrepreneur and Uh the day to day, you know, trying to make a little bit of progress every day trying to actually connect with an audience and help them achieve something. Yeah. If you enjoy that, then you're you're going to get closer to where you need to be. If you wanted to become an entrepreneur and quit your job just because A you hated your job and B you think it would be magical to be an entrepreneur and to sit on the beach drinking mai tais somewhere, yeah. you're not going to get there. Yeah, you know, because luck. that isn't going to sustain you enough to put in the day-to-day work, you know, day after day.
0: You know what it makes me think of is Caleb uh I mean you were in you were in a mastermind group, correct? Yeah. And I, you remember in your story, episode five, you talked about how that that was. I think you mentioned that that was like the mo, one of the most important things that you did early on mm-hmm. was get out into a mastermind group. I think that's a great way to start taking things seriously and start putting your ass over the fire and
2: be mm-hmm. held accountable to the things you say. Wouldn't you say? Yeah, absolutely. And then one of the things he specifically says here is the unstructured world of entrepreneurship. Yeah. If that's something that doesn't work for you, then build in structure. Yeah. Like know what times of day you work best on certain types of things. Build an actual calendar. Stick to it like you're your yep. own secretary. And, you know, maybe only do interviews on Fridays or phone calls on Fridays because you know you don't work as productively on that day. Like actually build structure into your days as an entrepreneur yep. will actually help keep you focused yeah
1: and the, the the mastermind thing that's a good tip because yeah. if, if you're not if you're not um you know strong enough to keep yourself on track which most of us aren't in the beginning mm-hmm. then make some other people hold you accountable and then just return the favor to them you know and he's in fizzle
0: so he might already yeah be in a mastermind group yeah me, but uh, but for everybody that's what we, re- we recommend listen as humans we're literally bred to be in community we're led to, we're, we're bred to be in a in a crew in a Yeah, not to work alone. You know, and, and this work is very isolating. Yeah. And, and and it can be, you know, the source of some great art and the source of a whole lot of broken relationships and hypertension. You know what I mean? It, it it can, it can seriously screw with you. You know, I was just listening to something talk about, uh, I think it was 99% invisible. He was talking about like architects who aren't allowed to design, uh, solitary confinement spaces in, Prisons and penitentiaries, and this guy was talking about the the things that happen to a person when they spend an extended amount of time in isolation, yeah, and it doesn't take very long like yeah. it's it's like a few days before the delusion starts setting in, yeah before the like intense fear and the tense like un unknowing if this is reality or not like yeah. did I have
1: that did that happen
0: yeah was that a thought i don't know if that was are you talking to me <laughs> like these things happen quickly i've been
1: feeling sort of odd the past two weeks while my wife's out of town, yeah. I don't spend time alone like this very yeah. often, <laughs> yeah. And I have weird conversations in my own <laughs> yeah. head. And and being an entrepreneur, it can go from you know you have a job where you're talking to people all day long to yeah. you sitting there in front of your computer trying to muster up this motivation and focus from somewhere. Yeah. And you know sometimes you just have to say hey, like hey Chase, let's meet every week, and I'll ask you how you're doing and hold you accountable, and you ask me how I'm doing. Yeah. And then at least you have somebody to answer to. Yeah.
0: yeah. At least. At least we've got each other. Yeah. So, okay. So, so I, I think that's a, that's a lot. That's a lot for Xander to, to take in. Um, and, and I hope that that, you know, makes you and, and anybody else having this question in their head feel a little more like uh you know this isn't this isn't a crazy hard thing to do. Yeah, get other people involved. There's other people who are putting their ass over the fire as well and they they would they'll join with you in this thing and you guys can make up your own rules as you go. It's not it add some structure. It's not like the worst thing in the world that you'd like yeah, it takes a little while to to get used to it. But yeah, don't try not to waste too much time because I mean, time's a ticking and and you could make some really great work that you're just insanely proud of. You know what I mean? and, and that typically the the good work is either it just falls out of you super easily or it takes a ton of ton of digging to get it out and into the world you know so Xander, hopefully that uh hopefully that's helpful let us know uh send an email to support at fizzle.co or just uh let us know on the fizzle forum i
2: have been chase wardman reeves
0: i've been corbett barr
2: and i've been caleb logic
0: so there you have it thanks thanks for the question Xander. Love hearing questions from you guys. Hey, you know what? This motivation story—it's not—it's not finished. We only went through a few of the things on his list, and so what we're, we've done is we've listed all of them out. At you ready? Here's the URL: fizzleshow.com/slash/ten. F i z z l e show.com/slash/ten. Can you see that? Works into a little jingle that way. Head there, you'll see show notes for this episode and. Uh, and Corbett's complete sort of list—I'm starting to call it like the totem list. I really like—I really liked this list a lot. So uh, you don't want to miss that. If you'd like to ask your own question, like Xander's today, you can head to FizzleShow.com, and that's also where you can sign up to get notified of uh, of new shows and posts via email. That's FizzleShow.com. F-I-Z-Z-L-E Show.com. Ring. Mm-hmm. Our goal here is to help budding business builders feel more comfortable in their own skin and to take the next step through the noise and the isolation and create an independent living doing something they care about. If you haven't yet, please help us do that and leave an honest rating in iTunes. It really doesn't cost you much at all, and it means the world to us. So that's it, you guys. Do the hard work, but don't work too hard. As we mentioned in the conversation, when you approach your business in the context of your life, it can change how you do things. Not just how you look at them, not just how you proceed, but how you do things. Thank you so much for listening and uh, and for all the support. And we'll talk to you next week. See ya.